Hi and welcome to the Let's Talk Forex podcast with Alison and Chris. This week we are covering lots and lot sizes and this works very well in tandem with our previous episode on stop losses. So listen to the two together if you can. And if you have any questions, get in touch with us, uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and uh, check out our websites fxscouts.com, tradeforexsa.co.za in South Africa. Thanks for listening. Hey Chris, how how's it going today? Hey Alison, I'm pretty good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, thanks. How's it going in Malaga? In Malaga, indeed. Yeah, no, it's all right. I'm in sunny Spain. It's uh, it's warm. It's very warm. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm very pale, and the sun <laughs> is very hot here. So I've been hiding out in the basement a lot. I not not totally. I've been to the beach a few times, but I just stay in the shade. It's not built not built for this level of sunshine. <laughs> Well, All the Spanish like think I'm crazy. <laughs> sounds like you can you could do with a little bit of sun though. Yeah, no, I really could. I really could. But I just I, I've got to find that sweet spot between tanning and not burning. You know, like I mean, if I if I stay in the sun for about 15, 20 minutes too long, my what would be a light tan just becomes the most horrendous burn. Oh, so I've got to be so careful. So I get to the point where it's just not really worth it. You know, I just uh, stay under an umbrella. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I'm I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. Here I am complaining about sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a great time. What do you What do you been up to? Not that it's much worse in Portugal, of course. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, I did mention last time we had a hurricane come through Portugal. So oh. I mean, that was a bit bleak. But um, no, no. But I'm I'm having a great time. What do you, What have you been up to? You been doing anything fun? Well, I mean, I, I guess uh, living in Kenton on Sea is is always fun. Um, but uh, as many South Africans will be aware, we're dealing with very heavy load shedding at the moment, which hasn't been so much fun. So I think we're at, I might be lying, but six to eight hours a day off, which is incredible. And I guess the most stressful part of it is people just don't know when it's going to end or what the solutions are, you know? Um, yeah, I know. I was reading about it. It's quite crazy. Um, was it something like you're running at 50% of the electricity needed to power the country normally? Yeah, right? so, so probably, we're probably running at less. <laughs> that, those are probably like very optimistic figures, but, but uh, yeah. I mean, but it's absolutely knows? terrifying, isn't it? I mean, I'm so sorry. I mean, I don't know what to say. There's no nothing you can really do. And the problem is it's such a long-term problem. You know, this isn't something that can be fixed in even in a, in a year or two. You know? no. This requires no. new power plants to be built, infrastructure, the whole thing. I mean, this is going to rumble on for years and years and years. It's no easy fix. I'm so sorry, Alison. Yeah, which is, I, I guess, uh, um, yeah, as you said, there's nothing much you can do about it. So you've just got to sort of got to carry on and, and find ways around it, really, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so today, Sorry, that was a bit bleak. That was a bit of a bleak start, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Let's talk about something more fun. What are we talking about? <laughs> well, today we're going to cover how to use the correct lot or position size. And this is very important, obviously, for a number of reasons, because if you get this wrong, you can easily wipe out your trading account. So from the get-go, we'll describe what a lot is in terms of Forex trading. And to simplify things, we'll be assuming that the account balance is based in US dollars throughout. So just, just for traders to be aware, don't get confused. We're going to be talking about it specifically in dollars. Um, and a lot in Forex trading is, is a unit 
or a standard unit of measurement for trade size. And we discussed in one of our earlier episodes, um, the value of one currency compared to another is measured in pips. uh, And that's the last decimal place of the quoted price. And a pip is so tiny um, that trading in in one unit or one pip is often not viable or, or profitable, which is why brokers allow traders to trade these small movements in large quantities. Um, and these are called lots, basically. So, so that's the basics of of why you you need to understand um, lots and trade sizes. Yeah, no, lots. So yeah, lots is just basically an agreed upon measurement. So everybody knows what we're talking about. Like, so you can say one lot. And everybody, everybody in the forex world, when a forex trader is a broker, and you, everybody will know what you're talking about. Um, but lots are characterized; they're they're split into four sizes. Uh, there's a standard lot, mini lot, micro lot, and a nano lot. So starting you know, standard is the largest, and then going all the way down to nano, which is the smallest size. And this gives traders more control over the amount of risk uh, they're exposed to when they're trading. Um, the size of the lot that you're using directly affects how the market movements will affect your trading account or it will affect your trade. So a 100 pip move on a small trade will just not feel as, as strong as the same 100 pip move on a very large trade. It won't have the same effect on your account balance. Um, and it's important to note that most traders in Forex, especially beginners and intermediate traders, um, will typically trade in micro and mini lots. Um, now, the nano lot is the smallest lot size, and this represents 100 units of your account currency right, of the currency that you're trading. So in this case, talking about US dollars, so 100 units, so it's a nano lot is $100. This type of lot, you're not going to see very often. Most brokers won't let you trade mm-hmm. in it. More common is a micro lot. Um, and this is the lowest value that most brokers can trade. You, we talk about, you know, brokers with micro accounts. Um, and that's that's generally what you're trading in a micro account. You're going to be trading in micro lots. And this is a 1,000 units of your base currency or, or your account currency. Uh, so again, assume your account currency in US dollars, a micro lot is worth 1000 US dollars. Uh, so if you're trading a dollar based pair, where the dollar is a quote currency, one cent is going to be one pip um, with a micro lot. And micro lots are generally recommended. We recommend these for beginners uh, when they start off trading in micro lots, because you can really minimize minimize your risk when you're trading. Yes. And and um in addition to the micro lots, there are also mini lots, which are 10 times that size. So they are worth 10,000 units of your base currency or, or dollars in this case. And let's say you, so for example, if you're trading a dollar-based pair using US dollars as your base currency, then the pip um, is worth 10 cents. And if you're a beginner who intends to trade with mini lots, then you've got to make sure that you have enough capital because Although 10 cents per pip may seem small, the forex market can move by 1,000 pips per day. Um, that means that if the trade goes against you, you'll have to take a $100 loss. And then you get the standard lot, which is sort of what everybody usually talks about and, and how they measure um, trades. Um, and this is worth 100,000 units. So if you're trading using dollars, that means that the trade is worth $100,000. And if your account value fluctuates by $1 for every, it means basically that your your account will fluctuate by $1 for every pip movement. So if you have $3,000 in your account, then a 300 pip movement will cause a 10% change in your account balance. And as a result, most traders won't, um, will trade with smaller accounts and and they won't trade with with standard lots because it's just far too risky. 
Yeah, exactly. They're, yeah, you need you need to have a large account balance really to start thinking about standard lots. But they're useful for institutional traders um, and you know for big hedge funds, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, they're really yeah, it's a standard standard measurement. But yeah, so finding the lot size uh, that best balances opportunity uh, and risk is a really important decision to make when you're a retail trader um, because the lot size is just too big will generate too much risk and will make you will make that trade position harder to hold. Um, but a lot size too small doesn't may not produce enough profit. So um, yeah, so it's something you got to consider, and it's it's really important to note uh, at the top here that the lot size will need to work in tandem with your stop loss uh, positioning in order to create effective risk management. And this is what we talked about stop losses uh, last week, because you can use the same lot size every time you trade, but if you're constantly moving your stop loss position around, then your results are going to be inconsistent. And similarly, if you use the same stop loss position every time, but then you're constantly changing your lot size, you're going to get inconsistent results. So you've got to make sure that the two work in lockstep together. Uh, mm -hmm. So whatever your trading strategy is, make sure that you've um, clearly defined your stop loss and your lot size before you jump into this. Yeah. I mean, that's something we've gone into quite in depth in previous episodes about keeping a consistent strategy and testing it out and only changing it once you've you realized that you do need to change something rather than just sort of randomly changing things. Exactly. Um, and and many traders also don't realize or appreciate the importance of of correctly choosing their their trade size. But um, we found this very interesting that according to a Journal of Finance um, study, um, they found that the position size accounted for ninety one percent of portfolio performance. So it found that the size of various positions within the portfolio rather than choosing the right financial instruments to trade or even timing the market was was by far the most influential factor um, in determining the the portfolio's returns so this basically brings us back to how to determine your trade size like how much are you willing to risk per trade and the most commonly recommended strategy to determine your lot size is percentage based and we have covered this in our in our stop loss actually we've covered it in, in quite a few episodes so on each trade, you risk a fixed percentage of your accounts. And as a rule of thumb for individual traders, the larger your account, the fewer percentage points you'll risk per trade. So 1% of a $25,000 account is just $250, while 1% of a million dollar account is $10,000. But most traders are not going to want to risk $10,000 on a given trade. So they'll usually reduce their, their risk percentage as their account grows. But we spoke about a 2% risk per trade in, in previous episodes, which is something a lot of traders stick to. Yeah, exactly. Um, and as, as, as I mentioned, it's important to put a stop order in place, uh, when, um, which that will define how much you're willing to risk at a trade. So you can quantify the exact risk. The stop loss will help you do you're willing to take in each trade. And, and it reduces your risk from your own trading psychology, which is something we've discussed, you know, you know, trying to claw back losses like a gambler or trying to ride out a downturn with no technical basis because you're afraid or you're greedy. You know, as, and as we mentioned, uh, we recommend, uh, yeah, 2% or less um, of your trading account. That's a max uh, you should really go to. It's, it's, a, it's a nice little, that way, like, you, it gives you enough to make a decent profit, but you're also not going to damage your account permanently. Um, if, if things go against you, and especially if things go against you consecutively, like if you have a run of days where you, where you trade badly, if it's only 2% each time, you can still come out to the side and be okay. 
But um, as an example, let's uh, say you have a um, $1,000 trading account, right? And you say you're particularly risk averse. Let's say you got burned before or something. So you're only going to risk, um, you're going to risk no more than 1% uh, per trade. And this means with a $1,000 trading account that you can risk $10 per trade. So how do you calculate the trades lot size to fit that $10 stop loss into a certain number of pips? Do you want to, do you want to explain that for me, Alison? Sure. <laughs> so to do this, you obviously need to know what the pip value is of the currency pair you're trading. Um, and if you have a trading account with a US dollar-based currency, for example, in the following pairs, you, you don't need to make the calculations because they all have a, a $10 uh, value per standard lot. So these include, obviously, the, the GBP USD, the Euro USD, the AUD USD, and the New Zealand dollar versus the USD. And in each of these pairs, because the dollar is the quote currency, the um, it, and is the second currency in the pair, if you place a trade of one micro lot or a thousand units of currency, you get a pip value of 10 cents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And calculating the pip value when the quote currency and the trading account currency is much more complicated than this. Um, we're just going to, as you said at the top, we're assuming US dollars just because it's nice and easy. But um, be aware that um, most good brokers will have trading calculator and you know, so if you're a quote currency and your trading account currency are different, use a trading calculator. They can give you uh, they can give you a pip value based on based on your lots traded. Mm. But uh, let's say you're looking at a trade setup on the Euro USD, and you've decided your trading strategy has your risk management strategy has decided that you want a stop loss of fifty pips. So if you're trading micro lots, the pip value of the Euro USD Euro USD is always going to be ten cents um, when you're trading micro lots. Yeah, exactly. But also remember. Um, you want to risk no more than $10 on the trade. And if you're using with the 50 pip stop loss. So when trading a micro lot, a 50 pip stop loss is $5. Um, because you work it out with um, by saying 50 pips multiplied by the pip value of 10 cents, which equals $5. So next, we need to then divide the amount we're willing to risk, which is $10, by the value of our stop loss, which is calculated at one micro lot, which is $5 to get our lot size of two micro lots, which is not so difficult um, unless you're listening to it on a podcast, then it does. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it do, it's actually simpler than it sounds. Um, yeah. But yeah, so basically if you've, if you've got a, if you don't want to trade, if you want to risk uh, $10 on a thousand dollar account um, and you're looking at micro lots, then um, yeah, your lot size should be two micro lots, should maximum of two micro lots based on this example. And uh, like I said, use trading calculators. Uh, we'll help you work this out. But it's important what you need to do before you go use a trading calculator to figure this out is how much you're willing to risk in your account, what percentage you're going to risk, and what does your risk management strategy say about where you're going to put your stop loss. Those are the two most important factors here when choosing your lot size. Then once you've understood that and you've decided that in your head, go to a trading calculator, punch your numbers in, and it will it'll tell you. It'll tell you every time, but this is—it's also a good habit to know how to do it yourself in your head. So mm -hmm. look it up and 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 check this out. We're going to link to in our show notes a chart which uh, explains different lot sizes because uh, I think it's probably um, easier to understand when it's uh, when it's something when it's more visible rather than listening to it. And we're also going to link to an article on how to place your first trade, and that's going to include more detail on calculating pip value when your base currency differs from your quote currency. Fantastic. So if 
any of our listeners have any questions about calculating a um, their trade size or they want to understand more about PIPs, um, they're more than welcome to get a hold of us. Um, our contact details are on our website. And next week, we're going to take a deep dive into one of our favorite brokers in SA. Um, so please tune in next week. Yeah, that's um, yeah one of our favorite brokers. That's going to be it's going to be a surprise, isn't it? Mm. Wonderful. Yeah, cool. All right, Alison, that was fun. I'll speak to you next week. Yeah. Cheers, Chris. Bye.